I'm Brittany, and one of my holiday traditions with my family that we like to do is watch A Muppet Christmas Carol at Christmas. Hey. My name is Jessica, and uh, one of our other holiday traditions for New Year's, we drink uh, sparkling grape juice. I think this is where my name and tradition goes, but y'all already took all of my traditions. <laughs> um, we also drink sparkling grape juice on New Year's. Um, don't, wa- don't watch Muppet Christmas Carol because I just saw that for the first time literally yesterday. Um, anyway, excuse me. My name is Daniel and um, my favorite personal holiday tradition. Have either of you ever heard of a Jesse tree? No. No. Okay. It's a kind of obscure Chris- Christian Christmas tradition. Um, you have a, a felt banner of a tree. And then throughout the season of Advent, you go through like the entire Bible leading up to Jesus and you put little felt, uh, it's like a felt board. You put little felt ornaments on the tree every day. Ah. Um, and my, my family made ours when we were very small. Um, so it has all of our little notes in it from when we were kids and, you know, the felt's ancient and they're all falling apart now, (laughs) but it's, you know, still one of my favorite things to do and I still have it. It's hanging in my kitchen right now. Aw. I love that. You gotta send us a picture. I want to see. I will send a picture when I catch up uh, to the day and put <laughs> all the little critters on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. Because it starts the it starts the day after Thanksgiving, and it's now December fifth, and I've done days of it. So <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I still like it. That's the important part. Anyway, we're gonna make a bad anyway, Hallmark movie. Woo! We are. I'm so yeah. excited. Welcome to the seven days of Coltsmas. This year is seven. It's only seven. We're making the new rules of what the real holiday is. Yes. And it's only seven. It is it has become its own thing rather than just a copycat of yeah. something else. Right. Yes. And so I think that that's important to really lay down the law. <laughs> the true meaning of Coltsmas is originality. So <laughs> <laughs> The originality you found along the way. Which hopefully exactly. by this point you have heard a bunch of original new takes yes. on holiday classics, holiday Hallmark classics. Mm-hmm. We say Hallmark, we mean Hallmark, Lifetime, mm-hmm. Netflix, all of those cheesy, great holiday movies mm-hmm. that are made on a shoestring budget that yeah. just really mm, get you going and are fun to make fun of. It's it's You're there for the feel good and not for the, wow, this is a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Yep. I mean, we're talking sharp American cheddar, unless this is like a prince for Christmas, in which case it's sharp German cheddar or whatever. <laughs> right, exactly. Cheese. It's it's a cheesy. Mm. Mamma mia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have this in the thing to say, but if I remember correctly, today is the last yes. day of Coltsmas. Yes. You have made it to day oh seven. My God. You've done it. it. Congratulations. How was your Coltsmas so mm-hmm. far? I oh. mean, you still have to get through all of today. So, yeah. like, there's still some more. So, don't get too sad. It's not completely over yet. Yeah. Right. But now is the day to finally celebrate all of the things. Just combination. Just I think the whole thing. Like, this, if you were going to pick a day to binge a bunch of uh, Christmas or even holiday movies, today yes. would be the day. Today is, yeah. I it's a like, good day. You know, just binge it. Or, or binge all of our Coltsmas podcast episodes. <laughs> and also watch at least one real yes. movie. I, if I, you haven't yet, 
we you have to you now. have to watch we've already least, talked about yeah, this we have talked about this daniel doesn't know of the rules i don't remember the rules okay it's been a long week S- daniel it doesn't know anything so week. please <laughs> so on the first day we established uh, our new like what the traditions of cultsmiths are yeah um, and one of the things that we decided is that at some point during the week of Coltsmas, you have to watch a holiday Hallmark Lifetime Netflix type movie. At least yeah. one. At least one. Um, but you can watch multiple if you want to. But you have to watch at least one. And also, you have to put out uh, seven horses. Yes. <laughs> Horse figurines. Yes. One Uh-oh. for each day. So today would be the day that you would put out the seventh one. Yeah. And I believe we also said we were putting out popcorn. Yes. I don't know if that popcorn's been sitting out all week or not, or if we're putting new fresh popcorn every night. I think that depends on how into it you get. Because if, you know, we were saying how you were going to take a different style of Uh horse figurine for Uh your set. I'm going to get, like, a lovely hand-carved wooden horse figurine matching set. set. Uh So if I am the person that is doing that to that level, then, of course, I'm doing new popcorn popcorn. every day. Uh But if you're not, if you're doing a My Little Pony and Uh a Polly Pocket and a Barbie horse, Uh then, you know, your popcorn (laughs) might be a little stale. I've I've been adding different flavors of popcorn to the bowl. <laughs> every day so it's just this mix of gross not not everybody observes orthodox cultsmiths okay some right. of us are protestant and it's okay <laughs> orthodox cultsmiths yes I, that's a sentence i don't think i ever <laughs> that's why you bring me on this podcast you say crap like orthodox cultsmiths orthodox exactly cultsmith. what i wanted you there oh gosh i don't even want to think about the implications <laughs> That's kind of what you were saying, though, when we were talking about this in the beginning, just not with that specific adjective. (laughs) Yeah. Because you were saying it's like everybody can still, everybody's going to celebrate it like a little bit differently. But what are the the main like staples of what you have to do that make it cultsmas and not just some other random holiday? Yeah. And I feel like that's it. It's like orthodox, fancy Coltsmas is the matching set of horses that are hand carved and beautiful and a new fresh bowl of popcorn every every night and the I don't I don't know what I would even want to call mine <laughs> non-denominational <laughs> non-denominational Coltsmas <laughs> it's seven horses that I found in my stash of toys that I have in my room I just... that don't match at all the phrase take me to hurt <laughs> 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 Horse church. Horse church. The barn? The- oh! <laughs> Hot takes. Hot takes. Oh I God. love it. Uh, I love it. Listen, when, when Martin Luther nailed his 99 <coughs> theses to the church door, there was a horse just behind him nailing, like, the seven days of Coltsmiths to the barn door, and that's how we got here. <laughs> it, it, you know, it feels like... It feels like Disney rules where it's like in their animal worlds, there is an, or even like Muppets, uh, there's like an animal or a Muppet equivalent of human events. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Uh, oh, so man. what we're saying here is that horses like bad Hallmark movies. Yes. Which valid. Yeah. I feel like that seems correct yeah. from what I know of horses and their personality. <laughs> They love cheese. <laughs> now, hang on. Can horses consume dairy? <laughs> they can, uh-huh. I think. 
I don't remember it being something as listed as explicitly like don't feed them this kind of a deal. I don't think you want to do it all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, which is why there's only seven days of cold (laughs) (laughs) Only a little bit of cheese. Just just a little bit. Okay, so as per the structure of Cultsmas, yes. um, we are generating a title from mm-hmm. one of the title structures. Mm-hmm. We have decided that we're going to do a noun for holiday mm-hmm. for this um, uh, iteration. Yeah. So go ahead and generate a noun for us. Generate. Go. Mm, map. Mm. No? You don't like that? I'm thinking about it. Okay. A map. It's giving me Dora the Explorer. And I don't know <laughs> how I feel about it. Okay, that's fair. I think my brain immediately went to either um, Road to El Dorado or, <laughs> or just like, I don't know, like adventuring in general. Okay, I think you're thinking too broad. Okay. If we're doing a bad Hallmark movie. Uh huh. It could be a road trip movie. Oh my gosh. I don't know if Hallmark like capitalizes on road trip movies. No, not really. Usually it's like somebody arrives in a location and then everything happens in that location. And it's mostly from my limited experience within the like big film industry because uh-huh. I tend to do a lot more stuff that's not quite on that level. Right. Um, I live in Pennsylvania, so like, <laughs> there's only so far I can go. Right. Um. There, it's just budget. Right. It's expensive to shoot multiple locations, or it's expensive to try to make one place look like multiple locations. Mm-hmm. So it's great that we arrive in one place. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Sometimes there's two, because sometimes we follow the big hotshot back to the city where right. they realize that it was a bad decision to to mo- to move away from the small town and their right. small town love. Right. But <laughs> it could be a road trip movie. Now I'm just thinking about... The I think the very first Muppet movie, original Muppet movie, they're on a road trip, basically. Sure. We can't go back to Muppets. No, I've, I've got Muppets on the brain I now. I know, me too. There's also Muppet Treasure Island, which also has a map, so like... It's true. That's true. That's not a, neither a Hallmark <laughs> nor a holiday movie. All right. Well, let's keep... Um. Do you want to keep map in the back of our minds and yeah, try generating write, another... I'm going to write it down. Write it down. Yeah. Okay. Map. Okay. Ready? Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's very straightforward. <laughs> a problem, problem for Christmas. A problem for New Year's. <laughs> That's what my family says every time I come home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what your family says is a problem until New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love, your, I love your family so much. <laughs> Not oh, a dig man. on them. This is a dig on being an adult child. <laughs> mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. I just I just feel like it's like really hitting the the, the nail on the nose kind of a thing. <laughs> now, like sorry, I, I just on the nose. But is on the nose what we want for a Hallmark movie? It usually is. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know. Okay, listen. Mixing metaphors is the best. That visual is so <laughs> disgusting. What? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, and now I'm just confused. Let's <laughs> move on. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I feel like being, like, kind of obvious, but this is just, like, 
not even trying. It's, <laughs> like, every movie not, has a problem. I like, think that's, it's, not, it's not charming. Yeah. I think that's the thing about Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix. It uh-huh. is, like, charming. Uh-huh. Um, like... I think if, if we weren't doing a noun for holiday, like, if we had, like, the Christmas problem. Oh. Like, that could be cute, but that's not what we're doing. So, I don't think... This is our noun necessarily. I mean, we don't have to stay tied to the to the structure because I think the last when we did a for the first day, I don't think that we actually stayed with what the structure was. We kind of adapted it a little bit because it sounded a little better, and we had already made a whole movie yeah. by then. We're we're really trying no. to go with like what the story dictates. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also. I am curious to see if we could create a title with a noun for holiday. Okay. All right. I'm generating another one. Okay. Third time's <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Somehow it's getting worse. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. Uh, this Surgery. Is, this is not a Hallmark movie. Okay, I'm gonna... Surgery. <laughs> this is this is Grey's Anatomy makes a Christmas special. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I'm going to generate three nouns at the same time to see if that gives us some more multiple options. Okay. We have... A few moments later. Painting, Uh, highway, information. Painting's not bad. And highway, if we want to go kind of back to map, we could use highway. Yeah, I feel like we're going back to the road trip movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for a road trip movie. Information for Christmas is so (laughs) dry. (laughs) Just like it's it's a movie. It's a movie called Information for Kwanzaa, and it's about what Kwanzaa is a hundred times because that's what happens when you celebrate Kwanzaa. Is unfortunately you have to explain it a lot. It's a PSA. Oh, (laughs) exactly. So instead of explaining it to it, you're just like, here, watch this movie. Watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Come back to me in two hours. Uh, now, uh, yes, there will be a quiz. <laughs> painting could be good. I feel like I would want something a little more romantic. Mm. A little more like pizzazz. So mm. I don't know. A masterpiece. Mm. A masterpiece for New Year's. Masterpiece. Something like that. Like something that gives it like. Not just a painting. Something mm-hmm. that's going to imply that either the main character is going to create it or find it or buy it or, mm-hmm. you know, search out a guy who's not painted a new thing in 30 years and then be like, please, it's for my love. <laughs> you know. Just kidding. You're my be... love. Just kidding. You're my love. <laughs> well, it could be like, it could be um, like a portrait instead of painting. Ooh, also oh, good. Okay. Again, that's a very romance yeah. language. Yeah. I think that's the mm-hmm. thing with this this noun generator. I think that's the same kind of issue we kind of ran into the last time. Is like, it's it's very just basic. Yeah, nouns. Nouns are not romantic. Nouns yeah. are not romantic. No, no, you got to find the synonyms. Now pronouns. <laughs> now pronouns. Professional nouns, so they're more romantic. Yeah, they're professionals. Uh, there you go. They're not amateurs. <laughs> they're not amateurs. Okay, so do we like portrait? I do. Okay. I like that, and I like the highway one, too. Like, I'm down for either. A highway portrait. (laughs) (laughs) For New Year's. Daniel, do you have, like, a, have a, have a holiday you would like to, to go for? We, we kind of were hoping to do something besides Christmas, because Christmas is great, but we want to branch out. We want to, you know, dip our toes into some 
untested waters. Right. I I also would like to do that. Um, I was thinking, I was thinking about like maybe Yule. Okay. Because in I say this because the only other holidays that I am familiar with in this time period are either proprietary or um, part of a culture that I don't necessarily want to speak about mm, mm-hmm. when I'm not a part of. Right. Um, being Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, and I don't know anything about either of those. Well, I do know about those, but I don't want to be like, you know, let me, a white person, tell you how to celebrate Kwanzaa. Right. Um, so Yuletide feels safer because I Yule is something that I, I feel I would... If I was going to celebrate anything else, it would be Yule. Okay. You know? That's fair. Also want to put or out Saturnalia, there... which is not a Hallmark uh, holiday. So, <laughs> also want to put out there that we are counting New Year's as one of our holidays. So we can totally do Yule. You're going to have to explain to me because I know practically nothing about it, but I'm open to learning new things always. Um, but New Year's so, is also an option. New Year's is my favorite holiday. So that is my immediate like oh i'd like to do that but i'm also gambling on who else is doing what <laughs> uh, well i we're gonna have duplicates it's, oh yeah it's definitely like there's no there, doubt you think more than one person's gonna do christmas i do actually <laughs> i think <laughs> i think we'll be lucky if anybody else does something else other than christmas here <laughs> yeah. but okay uh, let's 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 do this let's do new year's since we are the last day of coltsmith so we are the closest to new year's ah uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's what i was thinking i like it yeah 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 Okay. Uh, okay. So are we so, are we road tripping or are we finding an artist? <laughs> are we road tripping to find an artist? I feel like a that's trip for New Year's. A movie I already have started. <laughs> road tripping in order to find an artist? <laughs> kind of. The the Like like a physical art artist or just like an artist? No, well, so the the I'm going to try not to spoil it cuz first of all, I've been writing this movie for 5 years. I probably know what you're talking about. Uh, but, but they are they're actually going to I know what it is. Yeah. Well, they're going to try to deliver a musician to like give her her big break. So oh, okay, in the yeah. idea of it like they're they're the destination is New York City, Broadway. Right. They're trying to find kind of okay. success there. So it's not exactly they're not they kind of are going for a specific artist, but not really. Uh-huh. Um, but, but it's not, like, physical, like, painting, no, drawing no. artist. It's, it's like, like art an artist. Yeah, arts as in the arts. Uh-huh. But anyways, <laughs> so I could just rip from my own content. <laughs> It'd be a little Too bit easy. different. We're good. <laughs> I, I like the idea... I'm trying to think. I, I feel like the typical vibe of new year's right Uh uh-huh is there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. they're all celebrating Mm -hmm. the big thing is like the new year's kiss the Mm -hmm. ball drop Mm -hmm. everybody drinks champagne and Mm -hmm. and throws glitter everywhere (laughs) celebrating in the coming new year yeet (laughs) and some glitter well actually i don't know if it's glitter is more of like (laughs) confetti confetti. okay confetti glitter now i'm gonna start throwing glitter at people (laughs) (laughs) happy new year happy new year have some sparkles um but like so it's very (laughs) it's very like energetic yes and to me the idea of finding a portrait artist no matter if it's a road trip or just Uh in your town Uh uh-huh is very 
calm. Yeah. And, like, mysterious. Uh-huh. Depending on the portrait artist of how chaotic they are, because I know a lot of chaotic <laughs> portrait artists. But I'm thinking, <laughs> well. like, like a gr- grizzled woman who's been painting for 40 years, uh, tucked away in a little hovel yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. deal. That's what I think of when I think of, like, a, like an artiste, uh-huh. right, that paints sure. portraits. Um which isn't necessarily who the portrait artist has to be because right. I am currently friends with a lot of portrait artists <laughs> or artists at large who are my age. Right, yeah. So, now is this this older older lady who paints all these portraits um is she perhaps magical in some way? That's always like, the question. Yeah. Not not necessarily magical, but magical in the kind of charming way of Christmas movies where it might be magic and it might be just the joy of the season. Um, <laughs> but, you know, do her paintings reveal something about your true love, perhaps? Well, here's the question. Is the joy of the season... <laughs> is there a joy of New Year's season? Because, again, I yes, feel... Yes, it's like- called alcohol. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like New Year's is so chaotic, you don't get that, like small city charm of Mm -hmm. because um so we're recording this earlier in december Mm -hmm. but one of the things that just happened is our downtown area just finished um decorating and lit up the Mm -hmm. the square so Mm -hmm. that was a big event Mm -hmm. that everybody came out to um but it's charming it's Mm -hmm. christmas it's Mm -hmm. charming the square is lit up and you can walk down the street and see all the lights and right that to me is like charming holiday I do not, that does not happen for New Year's. You get the chaotic countdown of the yeah. ball dropping. Right. But I feel like there's also something to be said about, like, New Year's Day being, like, this, uh, Im- ambiguous, I don't think it's really the word I'm looking for, but, like, you know, you can start over any day. But there's Liminal just space. there's something about New Year's of this kind of you know date on the calendar that everybody's like this is a fresh start this is something new so I feel like there is something to be said about that of like you know yes New Year's Eve is fun and crazy and whatever and it's like maybe you know you can kind of do your last crazy hurrah before you buckle down and and have a fresh start or you know maybe you go and do something crazy on new year's eve because you know once it's the new year you're moving to europe and you're never going to see them again or something you know something like that just this like idea of like the new year being a fresh start a a a new chapter or a do-over or whatever kind of phrase you want to use for it because i so you're talking about portraits portrait artists and I don't know why but the trope of like an artist who has stopped painting because something tragic has happened and they just cannot paint anymore because of reasons that are unknown but it's very personal to them and they just have stopped painting and they won't do it anymore and I don't know like maybe they're somebody wants to get this painting as a gift for their, uh, I don't know, somebody really special to them. And like, this is really important to them that they get a painting from this artist. Yeah. And so they have to like track them down and convince them to, to start over. Okay. So what if 
it is the the main I say main character because they might not end up being a main character. Uh-huh. But the main character's grandfather uh-huh. um, is turning 85. Okay. Okay. Good age. Maybe we can back, back down a little bit. Maybe 75. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to. Also good. I don't want to feel like wow. End end of the line. Oh yeah. yeah. Seventy <laughs> seventy-five, and they're like, and and this. Maybe they had a portrait painted of them when they were younger by this artist, by this uh-huh. woman, and it got lost. Oh yeah. Or yeah. something, and so the grandchild is like, you know what? For mm-hmm. your birthday, I'm gonna mm-hmm. find this artist and we'll paint you a new portrait. Uh huh. And then it turns out the portrait was painted of the grandfather because they were in love. Oh. And that's why she stopped painting is because, I don't know, arranged marriage or something. Oh, okay. Like something happened yeah. to make their love not palatable. Uh-huh. So they couldn't get married. Uh-huh. And so now, or may, I don't know. Their family mysteriously moved without letting them know and so they haven't had contact in years because it was just like the grandfather maybe the grandfather's parents just like up and moved and didn't tell him that they were moving so he didn't get to tell her that they were moving and they didn't have any you know form of contact like mailing address or anything like that i will make a caveat that i think that this artist needs to still have been painting just not portraits because okay like <laughs> right yeah you know, yeah 50 60 years is a long time to not be painting and then be like i could bust out a portrait <laughs> here we go Don't worry about it it's fine i i feel like um she's probably known for the um exceptionally vivid paintings that she does and it because it's a way to get her emotions out mm. onto the canvas um but at this point in her life, she's kind of, like, run out of that intense mm. anger or grief. And mm-hmm. now it's just, like, now it's just old grief. And it's really sad. And she's kind of not painted in a while. Mm-hmm. And then grandchild shows up, like, you know, my granddad talks about you all the time. <laughs> um, just, you know, the greatest painter he's ever heard of. And at first she's like, you know what? Absolutely not. Could screw that guy and you. Um <laughs> But, you know, it. then we have a movie, you know, then we have <laughs> where <a movie. laughs> she changes her mind. I, yeah. And then and then movie, and she changes her mind, and it's nice in the end. I think there's a moment, I think, first of all, I think this grandchild needs to be, like, an adult. Yeah. Um, oh, de- oh, oh, definitely. <laughs> but I can't do a normal adult voice that isn't mine. So. Okay. <laughs> and then I think this, like, I'm really 32. <laughs> I know I sound like I'm 12. <laughs> That's me. Um... <laughs> I um I think that maybe we need to have a portion of the movie where it's this grandchild um pre like doing recon mm, of mm-hmm. being like will this artist paint for me mm-hmm. how much are they going to charge mm-hmm. do you know what other other things right mm-hmm. we're still in a small town and so mm-hmm. we have opportunities for the grandchild to get to know other people to know the artist what I'm sorry, I just had a really good idea. Yeah. Why <laughs> do you raise your hand? Because I didn't want to interrupt you in the middle of your talking. <laughs> okay. Do you want to say more? No, I mean, I... I have more thoughts, but I'm curious to see what lit up the okay. light bulb so much. So, what if mm-hmm. this artist actually it currently 
or like after the whatever happened where they got up and moved and or some I don't know they're painting like under an alias oh so like nobody so like so like the grandfather told this story to the grandchild and she's like I want to find this person but she has to like do some serious recon of like mm. figuring out who it is where she is and I was thinking that it would be really cool if there was like the hacker best friend trope. Oh yeah. Who like does the like typey type on the on the keyboard and finds this person somehow. Can I add a, an idea? Yes. Librarian. Okay. I love like, it. The best friend could just be a librarian. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I need to find this artist, and I know that she lives in town, so I was hoping that you could use your, like, librarian hacker skills and find her for me. I can find her for you because she's in here every Thursday. Um, <laughs> that completely negates it. the trope, and that's very funny. <laughs> hacked it. There you go. Hacked it. I love that. The only thing I was thinking is, like, if it needed to be, like... I I, ha- I had a thought of like it could also be a road trip movie of like trying to piece the clues together mm. and follow the trail of this woman who maybe has like moved to different places and so we've tracked her to the first place that she moved to and then when you get there she reali- re- find out that she's not there but this person knows that she moved to this next town and then you like maybe do like two or three Cause then I feel like you wouldn't have to spend as long of the movie of like, you know, trying like you know you have to spend a decent amount of time trying to convince her to paint again. Yeah. But like maybe it doesn't have to be an hour of the movie of trying to convince her to paint again. Maybe it's only like twenty minutes because you already spent like half an hour or forty minutes on like finding her in the first place. The only thing. My original, and I'm, I, I don't want to come across as I'm saying that idea is bad. No, no, because no. I'm not. I originally was thinking that this. So now I think it's a, it's a grandchild uh-huh. lady. Um, yeah. I think that the reason I was thinking like just finds finds her and tries to convince her to paint again. Uh huh. So that it wasn't like a uh, a difficult thing to be like, I'm gonna go get him. Oh, okay. Like, if okay. it's a road trip, then she's got to go back right. and grab the grandfather and then come back. Unless it's a bonding movie for the two of them. Uh huh. Or what she can. Or no. Oh, go ahead. Uh, um, so we we do our our mini road trip. We find her. We have a little. You know, we have a the second act is the bonding between the two of them. Uh. You know, and she's. She's convinced her to paint again. Uh-huh. She's convinced her to paint the portrait and, you know, let's meet at New Year's in the city to surprise him. And, uh-huh. you know, it's New Year's Eve and she's just not showing up and she's not showing up. And the the ball is dropping, the countdown is going, and it's sad because she didn't come. And then as the clock strikes midnight, she appears. And it's just like the first time they met. <laughs> they fall in love all over again. I love it. Here's my question. At some point, do we reveal earlier then that the artist knows who she's painting? Or is that a reveal for her in that moment? Oof. Mm. That's a good question. Because, you know, if if the if the 
solution is young woman convinces old artist to paint again, mm-hmm. regardless of the subject. Uh-huh. Great. She's going to come on New Year's Eve and paint a subject. Uh-huh. Live painting. That's right. a thing. By the way, that is a thing I have seen people do at weddings yeah, recently. Yeah. It's a really cool trend. And yeah. it's so cool. Yes. Um, I agree. It's really neat. It's really neat. I mean, I've seen also if seen... I was having a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen live paintings at uh, performances as well. Uh-huh. Of just, like, ballet and stuff like that, which is also yeah. really cool. Um, I've seen it done in church services. That's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Anyways, so... <laughs> Art is cool. Art is cool. So then, <laughs> at that point, right, then it's a, like, reveal for her of being uh-huh. like, wow, I'm seeing him again. But if we go through this um, whole convincing her to paint again and being like, and you're going to paint my grandpa, who uh-huh. is a guy that you know. Uh-huh. Maybe not, like, the grandchild doesn't know to what extent. Right. But, like, the woman would know. The right. artist would know. So, yeah, like, sure. what's... What's more Hallmark is the question, not what, what's better. <laughs> what's more Hallmark, I think. I can't say this with absolute certainty because I haven't watched a lot of these cheesy Hallmark movies. But I personally think that the, like, big reveal of, like, the artist doesn't know who it is until they lock eyes as the clock is counting down when they're in the middle of whatever city square that they're in because I feel like that gives you that moment of like they found each other again and 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 the romance can continue because yeah you know now they're together again that's my instinct Daniel what do you think um I was thinking the exact opposite but (laughs) but I please explain I actually agree I actually agree with with Jessica now that she's explained it because um, my pitch was going to be like, I think it's a little more poignant if she knows, but he doesn't. Um, Oh. But, um, because I I was thinking like in real life, if I show up to paint, you know, to pursue my passion of portrait portrait painting again after ever how many years I show up and it's actually my long lost ex I'm gonna be like oh actually never mind <laughs> forget I did this um it's, it's like I swear she showed up for five minutes and then she left but <laughs> but this is a cheesy Hallmark movie yeah so I think that the suspension of disbelief in which you find your true love again and it is exactly what you expected and everything is all right I think that's a perfect Hallmark movie so I agree with Jessica it should be a surprise can I pitch one thing mm. If no. we like this surprise moment, I almost want to say Nick's on the road trip. Okay. Because replace it with flashbacks. Okay. Of the young couple. Oh. Okay. So that way we can have okay. a parallel moment. Uh-huh. To really drive home the point. Oh, okay, okay, Of like okay. seeing each other. Right. In that moment. Okay. And like we and could they even met be- each other on an art road trip. Oh. Like, you know, we'll put the road trip in the flashback. <laughs> They could, well, I was thinking New yeah. Year's Eve. I think we uh, can, like, really drop yeah, on the point oh, yeah. of being, like... <laughs> oh, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> pounded in the first there's time no, they met. There was no New Year's Eve. in this movie. Yep. <laughs> no. yep. It's a Hallmark movie. Of course not. Of right. course not. I think also, I think then, I think that um, neither of them should know Yeah. that it's no. the other person. Like, I think that the granddaughter? Yeah. Granddaughter's like, yeah. hey, Grandpa, there's somebody that I want 
you know, you to meet on New Year's Eve, will you please come to the ball drop in the square with me? And he was like, all right, sure, fine. I don't really have anything else to do. And then, you know, so there's that. Because, like, through, you know, him telling her stories of his past or whatever, maybe, what if she's, like, doing a project for school where she had to do, like, history of, like, her grandparents, like, write some story, and that's how she finds out about this painting and he tells her all these stories and and maybe he's telling the story and as he's as he's narrating the stories we see the flashbacks i think narrating the story and seeing the flashback i think just with it being a hallmark movie i don't think we need to explain why okay we can do like one moment of like grandpa yeah this picture frame is empty what used to be in here oh yeah you know like something something really simple that's very good yeah because that's hallmark they'll start you exposition like Right off the bat. Yeah. We're going to explain it all in 20 seconds. Here we go. Yeah. And we could even, like, age the granddaughter up and watch him tell her these stories throughout her life. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Just kind of, in a, kind of in a brief montage sort of thing uh-huh. in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not to spend a whole bunch of time with her as a little kid, but, like, to emphasize this is something that he's thought about for decades. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I definitely that <laughs> forget what i said <laughs> that's better forget what i said um but like i think that it would just be really i think that i really enjoy i find it really sweet when it's like the you know somebody wants to do something really nice for somebody else and so it's like this element of surprise of like i'm going to find this person that you haven't had contact with in years or yeah. you know find this toy that you used to have that you can't find anywhere like any of that kind of stuff so like I think that I forgot that in my head I was originally imagining the granddaughter as like 25 yeah. and then I was like project for school what am I doing I mean like grad school is a thing uh, okay but. fair but yeah I, I did I did something very similar when I was in seminary for my family systems theory project so like Okay. But we don't have to get that deep into <laughs> Right. No, but that's cool that it that I was not wrong. No, it's not all a realm of possibility. Yeah. I just think that like giving it too much explanation right. is like we don't care. We yeah. just want to see them fall in love again. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the idea of neither of them knowing and then having that moment, that eye contact moment where everything goes into slow mo yeah. and you go on his face for like 10 seconds and then her face for 10 seconds and then back to his face for 10 more seconds. Not even 10 seconds. Sometimes it's like 30 seconds. Sometimes they draw this out for too long. I'm sorry. I'm ranting now. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true. They do. I get really irritated when they draw it out for too long. Just the like staring into each other's eyes. Like for a little bit. Okay. Yes, I get it. But when it's like a minute and a half of them staring at each other with this some sort of background music that relates to what's going on. I'm like, can we, can we, can we, can we skip this? Can we get farther into what's going on? Like, I want to see them interacting. Let's go. Not to turn this into a movie podcast, but <laughs> there's something to be said for. I feel like you've said that before. <laughs> I just, Brittany's little movie corner. Movie corner. Um, is, we there's a conversation to be had about attention span. Um, in pacing. Yeah. Because I think that if you take a look at, like, I don't know, Golden Age of Hollywood style movies, you would hate it because mm-hmm. that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Because I do. I know you do. <laughs> I know you because do. Because that's what they do. Because that's what they do. And, and, and because at that time they weren't filming 30 angles of one scene. Right. It was a wide, mm-hmm. medium, close. So mm-hmm. you might get 
one, two, three, five shots, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe an insert, six, like yeah. six, six angles right. of the same scene and that's it. Right. So that's how you increased emotion or suspense or intensity was by locking on that moment mm-hmm. and drawing it out because when you filmed it, it probably wasn't that long in the first place. So you're right. extending it by the cutting yeah. and the duplication of like moments. Uh-huh. Now, I do think that there are some pacing styles in this current century that are great. Uh-huh. I hate the pacing styles of modern action films. Um, and, and and I and I say this from, like, a, an admirer of stunt performers. You don't get to see stunt performers do their job mm. in the way that the pacing is because we're mm-hmm. cut, 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 mm-hmm. cut, cut, cut. And it's like mm-hmm. they spent mm-hmm. hours and hours training and yeah. physical labor of their body for them to do the full shot without right. any cuts, yeah, and you're cutting it all away, yeah. So, and I, and the other thing I think is, Hallmark kind of falls into the same category as Golden Age of Hollywood. Is uh-huh. they're doing it on a shoestring budget. They don't have the amount of time or budget to say we're going to shoot extensive coverage of this scene, right? So we have a wide, medium, and close. We've got to cut mm-hmm. it together to tell this story. Mm-hmm. And you're you're running off of some like film theory of if you. Uh, insinuate things through editing and music, right. the audience builds the story in their head. Yeah. So you're having that drawn out moment. Now, a minute is probably too long. Yeah. But <laughs> using that as an example, right? Yeah. Like it gives the audience a moment to absorb what just happened and mm-hmm. then be like, wow, they're probably thinking, they're probably flashing back right now. Right. And I think that the the obvious solution to keep your interest and Daniel's interest uh-huh. is to put the flashback there. Right. Instead yeah. of just having them stare into each other's eyes. Right. But I just wanted a film corner just for a second. <laughs> well, <laughs> I want to comment on your film corner just a yeah. little bit. Just to clarify. I also don't like when stuff cuts between angles too fast. Yeah. Because I do like to see things. Like, that's one of... This is not film. This is music videos. But that's one of my problems that I have with music videos is like I want to see especially ones that have like a dance like I want to see the dance and they cut and they spin and they do all kinds of crazy stuff and I'm like I just want to see what they're doing like you're moving too fast um but at the same time so I've established this before a lot of the media that I consume is international um so a pretty common thing in uh some of the Asian content Eastern Asian content that I consume is when they drag out the staring into each other's eyes for like a minute and a half. Yeah. And like that's more what I'm railing against. Like I don't I don't know if I've really watched old Hollywood stuff, so I don't know if I can comment on whether or not that that would be a problem for me. It's the like minute and a half of them just staring at each other and nothing is happening other than them staring at each other and I'm like, "Come on, let's go. Like there's more <laughs> to be had here." So that's, that was more of, but yes, no, I, I agree. I agree. Well, there's your road trip, inner road trip for the whole minute that they say are each other. Just a <laughs> inner journey. An inner journey, yes. Yeah. We don't get to heart. see it. It's just Oh there. my God, that's yeah. so romantic. <laughs> okay. I have a pitch for the title. Okay. I think it should be a portrait on New Year's. Oh, Okay. Or New Year's Eve. Okay, I like it. I like it. Depending on how we feel about Eve or not Eve. Because it could be like a the portrait begins after the ball drops. So like technically it's on New Year's. I don't know. I I like I like a portrait on New Year's. Okay. And I feel like sometimes you can imply 
that it's New Year's Eve. Because sometimes people don't even say, like, we love to shorten things. So they yeah. don't even say the full, and it's like, what are you doing for New Year's? And yeah. usually they mean New Year's Eve, not yeah. New Year's Day. Because everyone's hungover on New Year's <laughs> Day. <laughs> well, I like, I like the, I like saying New Year's because it, you know, you, you meet, you jump to New Year's Eve, which is when the, you know, romantic part happens. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, the, the epilogue of the film mm. can be you know beginning the portrait on new year's day which goes back to that like new beginning thing that you were talking about earlier uh-huh. um so that kind of all loops in together and it's very cute and the credits roll and all that fun stuff yeah credits roll over top of them being all cute and adorable together <laughs> i was thinking yes. oh yeah i was thinking we could have credits on the right and oh. like paintings on the on the <gasps> left and it's like paintings of like different moments oh my oh, god so <laughs> that would be it. amazing yeah and i think the painting style we could decide honestly again i like to pretend that all of these are movies that i'm actually going to direct one day uh-huh so if i was directing mm. this it would just really depend on who we're casting because i really want to cast a, an actor who can paint so, yes. So if we cast an actor who can paint, it's really just going to be their style. Right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Surprise, she's an abstract artist. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a comedy movie. Well. That's like, we could literally keep the whole thing, but only make the painting abstract, and it would turn immediately into a comedy movie. Yeah. Well, like, like I said, she's known for her, like, particularly vivid and, and vibrant uh, emotional canvases. Mm. And all of them are abstract, and I just kind of assumed that when I said, can you paint a portrait of my granddad, you'd go back to traditional portrait painting. But um, <laughs> this set of squiggles is good, too, I guess. Um, really captures his... Uh, Inner essence. Something. <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> something. Uh, I just think, like, how... I, and I don't want to derail this this podcast too much further, but, like, literally what? our movie we've created is so perfect. And it's- then the thought of like the portrait being cubism mm. or, or, or like ah, freaking yes. Picasso style, which yeah. is just like so funny to me. Oh, <laughs> we'll pitch oh. both ideas at the same time and the execs can pick which one. Right, like we'll better. see which studio picks it up. Perfect, yes. Or or there's Listen, if- on the DVD there's a director's cut, which is <laughs> Just insert new portraits. It's like Clue. Which ending will you get? The cubism one or the realism or the surrealism or the... Oh my god. It just depends on what network picks this movie. If we get Hallmark, we do, you know, realism. If we we get, you know, Comedy Central, I guess we're doing cubism. (laughs) Okay, I do want to like... I don't have a ton of like um, strong opinions about painting in general. Okay. But I do think that the style should be, like, the end style. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, like, what she's painting in the interim between portraits. Uh-huh. But I think it would be really cool if it was in the style of the artist who did the Obama's official uh, White House portraits. Oh, yeah. Because it's very, like... I don't know if I've seen that. They're very realistic. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're acrylic or oil. I want to uh-huh. say they're acrylic, so they they're a little bit... They're not as... Uh, refined of like if you uh-huh. think of like presidential oil paintings it's not right. quite that level and uh-huh. then the, the backgrounds are patterned oh okay it's so. it's very colorful and dynamic uh, and yeah. vibrant it's yeah you know. yeah i like that so that's that was like what came into my head of uh-huh. like 
you can do a lot of things with that style, mm-hmm. so it could be unique. Mm-hmm. Or we could go very traditional and be like it's an oil painter mm-hmm. or just a traditional portrait artist, mm-hmm. kind of in a realism style. Like, there's yeah. a lot of things, but if if I had to pick uh-huh. a style, yeah. that would be like what I would put in the pitch package. Uh, being like, this is what the artist can do. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I nice. have a small detail that is not important at all, but I want to okay. <laughs> throw it in there. Yes. I think that, um, so we were talking about, like, she, you know, she doesn't paint portraits, any, like, portrait art anymore. But, like, what if in all of her artwork, if she ever paints people, they're just, like, silhouettes. Like, it's all black. Like, she just doesn't paint people, like, at all. And, like, yeah. that's one of the, like, markers of, you know, that this is a an, an art piece by her because there's either no people or they're just, like, black silhouettes. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, I also have... Can I also throw in one detail? Absolutely. Detail round. Woo! Yeah. Rapid fire detail round. Because um, <laughs> the, the the issue with this perfect, beautiful movie that we've made is that this is Coltsmas and there are no horses. So I propose that where we find this reclusive retired artist is on her horse farm. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> you saved I, the movie. I feel... <laughs> Like, I have failed <laughs> my role in this podcast. We got so excited about this perfect movie. <laughs> honestly, honestly, when you were talking about what she paints, I, I thought you were going to say she only paints horses, and I was like, well, took my thing. But <laughs> Nope, nope, you got it. I like your thing better, and she lives on a horse farm, and I love yeah. It. Yes, okay. I think that's how we can show that she is successful, too. Oh, like, yeah. Like, not that, like, she lost her ability to paint and provide for herself Uh she just lost her ability to paint people Uh uh-huh like really capture Mm -hmm. a soul Uh because she's so heartbroken Mm -hmm. but she is capable of being a well-known artist i think that might be a great (laughs) conflict for the granddaughter of being like can i afford her but it's for my grandpa yeah Right. Oh my gosh. If you can make enough money off of not to diss artists, like this is not an artist <laughs> diss, but just the if you can make enough money off of art to have a horse farm, you are a good, well known, highly paid artist. That's what I'm saying. Like this like I mean, I don't want to insinuate that this artist is the artist who did the Obama's portraits, but right. like that level yeah, yeah, yeah. of like Absolutely. Yeah. Going and into big- when I say horse farm, I'm really stupid. So like, <laughs> you could have you two horses in a shack, and I'd be like, "Wow, horse farm!" You know. So listen, that is still. It depends on our budget here. <laughs> very expensive. Even just owning one horse is it's and it's it's mm-hmm. like you can get a horse for free, and you're still you're spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on them every year. They are, How are you going to move it? How are you going to feed it? How yep. are you going to house it? Like, yep. you know, so. Vet bills, uh, farrier work for their feet. They're, you have to file their teeth sometimes. Like they have dent horse dentists. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun horse fact of the podcast. <laughs> Since I failed my role <laughs> of the horse person on this podcast. <laughs> we got excited about Hallmark movies. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly a pretty big sucker for romance movies. Like, if it pulls the heartstrings in the right way, like, mm. so yes, I got very distracted <laughs> by that. I, I just, I, I like this idea of finding her on a horse farm, because I was mm. thinking of her in, like, a studio uh-huh. apartment with just her paintings everywhere. Right. Well, okay, so, like, you know the idea of, like, an artist has, like, a, 
like a removed from their house art studio that's like this like shed out in the backyard or whatever and has like all the windows and stuff so you can get all the nice natural light it's like that's like pretty close to the pasture where the horses are so you Uh. can like get the nice view of the horses while you're painting whether or not you're painting the horses or something else yeah i like it yeah i like it i so question yes are we nixing the librarian or she's still like coming in in the beginning i still want the librarian best friend i feel like that would be really cool yeah i then i think she needs to come in at the end and make some a little couple snarky comments (laughs) like in a good way oh yeah for sure okay for sure sure. she also came to the square to see what happens because she's in it for the drama now yeah yeah (laughs) yeah of course. Okay. I we need can we I don't wanna get too deep down this rabbit hole, but uh-huh. uh grandfather's name. Oh. Andrew. I was gonna try to let Daniel decide. <laughs> Andrew. No, Andrew's good. Andrew okay. and Velma. No. <laughs> Melanie. M- Melody. No. Melody. Ooh. Melody's good. Okay. Yes. Uh, granddaughter. Andrew and Melody. Mm-hmm. Granddaughter is. Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth. Okay. Who else do we need? We need the librarian assistant friend. Rita. Good. Ooh. That's, I a, like that. that's such a librarian name. <laughs> okay. If you're a Rita and you're listening to this and you're not a librarian, you have missed your calling. Yeah. Shout out to all the Ritas out there. <laughs> or so, you at least have to be like into pinup, I feel like. Oh, okay. If you're a Rita. <laughs> so, uh, Elizabeth yeah. uh-huh. has grown up hearing stories from her grandfather about this great painter mm-hmm. that he used to know. Mm-hmm. So, for his 75th birthday, which is, uh, also on her around New Year's, mm-hmm. um, she enlists the help of her plucky librarian bestie Rita mm-hmm. to find the painter. Mm-hmm. They find Melody on her horse farm. Mm-hmm. She is still a great painter, but has tragically given up portrait painting. Mm-hmm. So through friendship and just general pestering, Elizabeth convinces her to come to the ball drop in the square and actually paint her granddad, who... Melody used to be in love with 100,000 million years ago. Um, <laughs> but Melody doesn't know this. Melody doesn't know that, and neither does the granddad, whose name's Andrew, by the way. I didn't... I haven't mentioned that at all, because <laughs> who cares about him? Um, so, uh, Elizabeth goes home. Uh, she and Andrew and Rita go to the big ball drop in the square. They have a lovely time, but Melody doesn't show, and it's so sad. And... Elizabeth disappointed. Andrew doesn't know. Because he doesn't care because he doesn't know. He's just like, mm. oh, I'm sorry that you're upset and not having a good time. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, it happens. And then as the clock approaches midnight and the countdown is happening, who should appear but Melody? And she looks at Andrew and Andrew looks at her and their eyes meet and they realize, oh, that's the person I've come to see. And it's my long lost love. And suddenly I've discovered my passion for painting again. And they live happily ever after on their horse farm the end the end and the only thing and we that's forget- a portrait of new year's <laughs> portrait of new year's and there's also flashbacks oh yes oh the flashback excuse me yes there's 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 flashbacks and we get to see what happened i i don't think we went over what happened but it, it something something happened family moved away uh, i think yeah. was the like decision we came to which yes all oh, right they, now, they moved away i'm 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 second guessing that because like i feel like unless melody was like this child prodigy 
of a portrait painter. You could still, you could push it to like 16 or 17, I feel like. Okay. Is sure, that, definitely. Is that still like old enough that she would have a reputation as a good portrait painter? And then, Well, it doesn't matter if she has a reputation as a good portrait okay. painter. He <laughs> is gassing her up for uh, 70 years. Uh-huh. She 70 went years. viral on TikTok in the 30s. <laughs> 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 um, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, um, if he talks about this great artist that he knows, mm, mm-hmm. like in a, in a realistic world, she mm-hmm. doesn't grow up to be an artist, but okay. he still is like, when I was young, uh-huh. I knew this great artist. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but you know, through the power of storytelling, right. She has grown up to become a great artist. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, coincidentally and yeah, yeah et cetera. Okay. So. That, so that's a, a portrait for New Year's. Portrait on New Year's. Portrait on New Year's. Dang it. Do we like that's on or thing. for? A portrait on New Year's is the thing that you said. It is the thing I said, but we can change. I mean, there's no... We're, we're in I'm, charge here. Now I'm debating. Like, I like them both for different reasons. I feel like on gives us a little more, like, hope for the movie. Uh... But it could also spoil the movie, depending on how you feel about it. Mm. Whereas a portrait for New Year's is like, that's the goal. That's right. the like inciting goal. Right. Mm. I like on just because it's different. Yeah. But I'm yeah, not against definitely. four. I think the only thing with four is like you're implying maybe that the portrait, like the physical portrait is going to be given yeah, yeah, like a Christmas present. Like a yeah, like a present, and not a, that the actual person painting the portrait is going to come. Yeah, and do right. whatever on New Year's. So uh, yeah, I think on. Okay, a on portrait, a portrait on New Year's. On New Year's. Mm-hmm. Daniel, I just have to say that was a very beautiful and eloquent recap of what we decided this movie was going to be. Can you come on all of our episodes <laughs> and recap for us? I I'm amazed I remembered all of that, uh, to be honest with you. So it's because it's a good movie. Yes, it is. It is a solid movie. I want to see it now. That's the we have we misunderstood the assignment and made a good Hallmark movie. Good Hallmark movie. I feel like we do this always. I think we need to stop calling them bad anything because we just make good ones. Okay. However, 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 the last episode that was just released before we started recording this was Disco Thoroughbreds <laughs> Don't Cry. And as cute as it is, what's uh, your point? <laughs> Also a good movie. I just a disco horse. I don't think it's a good, good movie. movie. I think it's a movie that you want to watch. Right. I don't think it's a good movie. Ah, uh, okay, okay, fair, fair. I think it's an important distinction to make because I love bad movies. Yes. That's like half of my thing. That's kind of why we started this podcast. Yeah. So it's just it needs to be like, is it going to be in the five dollar DVD bin at Walmart <laughs> within hours of its release? Uh, if yes, it's a bad movie. Uh huh. Uh, Which, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, with it being like a lifetime Hallmark Netflix movie, I feel like we've already hit that bar yeah. because those movies aren't, you know, blockbuster, you know, everybody's going to the theater to see them when they were released. because they're made released. with $5. Right. And they play at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or in a continuous loop for 24 hours on all the days leading right. up to Christmas. But I'm saying this in the most uh-huh. loving way I can. Uh-huh. Like, I <laughs> I love bad movies. Mm-hmm. I just, there's something charming about them. Because nine times out of ten, they were made with so much passion mm. that it's like, I'm That's- watching the filmmakers have a good time. <laughs> That's what I was going to say is like, 
uh, it's it's like a, a child's picture. It's like this isn't objectively good, honey, but I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm still gonna put it on the fridge. Exactly. Maybe in the bottom corner, but it's still on so, there. So, so shall we put uh, a portrait on New Year's on the fridge? Yes, absolutely. Let's, yay, we did it. We did it. That is the seventh day of Coltsmas. Thank you so much for sticking with us for this week of a celebration mm-hmm. of good, bad Hallmark Lifetime Netflix movies mm-hmm. um, and horses, theoretically. Yes. Um, but also, that's not the point. The point is to make a bad holiday movie. Uh-huh. And I think that that is Trump's any horse, any yeah. day. <laughs> as much as I love horses. I have been stabbed. <laughs> but we got a horse in there Ow. eventually. We did get a stab. A horse, yes. We, got, we did get a stab horse. <laughs> <laughs> we got the stab, we got the horse, we got the romance, we got everything. We, we got, got everything. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Coltsmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope that you all enjoyed yourselves. Yes. Because I've enjoyed myself. Yes. And I want to see pictures of people's seven horses and yeah. popcorn. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for that. Um, but I just, I did, I just want to say like, this isn't our normal content. This mm-hmm. is something that we came up with because we wanted to, do a holiday celebration, mm-hmm. and we make bad movies as mm-hmm. much as they're horse movies. We like make bad movies, mm-hmm. and it was nice to kind of change kind of the structure a little bit by yeah. having it be a holiday right movie. So thanks for listening. If you were here for the horse movies and you mm-hmm. stuck through the holiday movies, uh-huh. um, thanks for celebrating with us. Yes, and um, hopefully we'll do this again next year. We have to. It's not a question. Okay. This is a. This yep. is an annual tradition now. It may. It may or may not look slightly different next year. We'll have to see if we want to tweak anything yep. like we did this year. But it will happen again okay. next year. Confidence. I love <laughs> confidence. It. Yes. Guaranteed. Um, and cult classics is part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Where if you've been listening through this whole week, you have heard many hosts from many of our other shows a huge shout out and thank you to all of them who made episodes for Coltsmas. i haven't heard any of them yet but i'm sure that they are all amazing and wonderful and i would like to thank everybody who um, joined us from the network and also daniel would you like to pitch anything um i also have a show on this network that isn't this one um I am the game master for No Dice, which is our D&D actual play podcast. Um, we are gearing up for the finale of the campaign, um, so which is excited. a huge deal that I am definitely ready for and have absolutely written down everything <laughs> on. Um, but before we can release the finale, you have to catch up on the rest of the episodes. We have a backlog of a ton of episodes that... Uh, me and Brittany and the rest of the team have put so much heart and soul and effort into. Uh, so go back and listen to the backlog of that. And by the time you do that, we'll be ready to release the season finale, series finale, campaign finale, the thing that you've all been waiting for for so long. So go listen to No Dice, uh, also on the Pocket Podcast Network. Yeah, very nice. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Cult Classics PPN. Um, speaking as, uh, the person who also does social media for No Dice, uh, you can find No Dice, No Dice Podcast, um, on any platform, except for Instagram. I don't think we have an Instagram. Cold Classics has no Instagram well, Cold Gra- Yeah, it's hard to make an Instagram for an audio-based <laughs> <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Uh, we'd like to give a shout out and a thanks to John S. Quinpuerta for our extra special holiday intro and outro music. And remember, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.